Joining me in the studio this morning, I've got United School School Board, uh, Mr. Superintendent, Mr. Jeff Whitson. How you doing, my man? I'm Trouble good. With that. I haven't yeah. had a chance to talk to you on the air here that's for quite all, a while. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll take whatever title you give me on air. <laughs> Mr. Superintendent. I like, that's what they call you on the school, right? Mr. Superintendent. Yeah, no. Nobody. <laughs> How you doing, my man? I'm good. Good. How's the boys doing? They are good. Good. They're good. Busy, busy gentlemen. Yeah. I just got a text from Riley. Did you? Um, he uh, had an ICS uh, cross-country meet over the weekend, so he yep. always send, does a good job of sending me the results, getting these kids' names on the air, but good to see him still involved. Between that and officiating, he's everywhere. I think he was just at the Mammoth Roseville game. Yeah. He had the uh, eerie... Yeah, Prophetstown right. yeah, MR yeah. game. You get so a chance to get down last, the field and talk to him, though. He had an eight-man game last Friday night, I think. So he he stays plenty busy. Yes. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um. Is he in, with with coaching? He's probably not. Is he doing any junior high? He's but done officiating some, too. Yeah, he's done some junior high baseball. He had the yes. uh, he had the United Regional game up at our place okay. the other night. Um. Got he got to sign that one and uh, but I think that was his last one for the fall. Yeah, I did. Uh, I think I PA'd. Uh, I think it was ICS and United out of the Field of Dreams regular season game, and I think he was behind the plate, did a fantastic job. Yeah, well. You know, and that's coming from me. So. Well, one one team's always <laughs> going to tell you he did not, so. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's the way it is. Right. He knows that. He does know that. All right, anyway, back to business. How'd the school board meeting go? Oh, it was good. Um, you know, apologize for not being here Friday. Things, things popped up, but uh, – we had a pretty typical September meeting. We approved a budget, uh, a little bit of a deficit on a couple funds. Um, we're still in that process. I feel like a broken record, but we're still in that process. We're paying down some bond money that we did for some life safety projects that we were obligated to do um, here a couple years ago. So this should be our last major year of spending on that, and then uh, – then the budgets should get a little bit more um, level, a little, little more balanced because uh, we'll, we won't be spending out so much without bringing in that revenue. We brought that revenue in four years ago, and we're just now spending off the, the final end of that. But got that done. Um, pretty pretty harmless, pretty typical budget. Looks a lot like the ones we, we typically pass. So, um did a few things probably the biggest thing we still we're continuing our discussion about our spacing issues and and how we're going to free up space in our um, elementary buildings uh, we we I did a report with our six-day enrollment which you know that used to be a huge uh, factor in the state as far as how they figured funding and everything it's not a thing anymore they don't they don't really care about six-day enrollment but I still use it because we've got all that baseline data for it and it still gives me some good good information we are projected next year to clear a thousand kids which would be the first time united's clearing a thousand kids as a as a district um at least in a long time i if we did i sure don't remember it but and we had some big groups come through here a few years ago but our senior class is by far our smallest group um we don't we don't have an elementary group with less than 65 coming so uh, it's time. It's time for us as a community and as a district and as a board to uh, start looking at ways to free up some space because I don't I don't see anything, any reason to think we're going to have any uh, decline any anytime soon. That's uh, and that's great news. I mean, it's, you know, some schools are like we got a bunch of kids leaving the district. If they're coming in in, in bigger classes, that's great news. It is, and I don't know that they're necessarily bigger. Um, they're pretty typical. We just don't have that anomaly small group coming through here okay. for okay. for a while 
Um, like I said, a thousand kids is a thousand kids. We're always in that 980 range. Um, never, never fails to be 970, 980, somewhere in there. So it's not a huge leap. And again, uh, I, I reiterate, I, it's not that we're busting at the seams and we got 30 kids in an elementary classroom or anything like that. That's not the case. We, we've got some bigger junior high sections than we would like sometimes, but, uh, most of it is just we keep adding programming. We keep adding pre-Ks, and we keep adding reading intervention teachers that need classroom space, and we need um, just things like that, special ed classrooms that uh, take up space. Uh, they need they need special space. They need um, space with certain amenities to it that uh, you can't just replicate anywhere. So, you know, when and those are huge, important programs. So, I mean, we've got to have them, and, and we're glad to have them, but it creates a little bit of problem elsewhere. So we've been talking about it at the board level for several months. We've had a over at the, at the beginning of September, we had a joint meeting with our uh, board and our entire staff. Our entire staff was uh, invited, and we had pushing 50 staff members show up just to share their input and their thoughts and, and get some information from them, gather um, where they're at on things. So uh, at, at Thursday night's board meeting, we got some direction as far as uh, what what options we think we want to consider. So we're going to we're going to delve a little deeper into those options right now. No, no decision clearly, but there was just there was too many options on the table to really zero in and focus on any. So we kind of we kind of shortened that list, and now we can spend some time um, really looking at what that's going to look like. And good and, to have options. It is, and and we've thrown around some good options. We get good options, you know. Um, I'll be the first one to admit I've thought about this a lot, and I come up with different options all the time. But you talk to the teachers, and and they have a different perspective or a. A maintenance director or custodian that has hey have sure. you thought about this and you know those perspectives that you know I don't live that I don't think that way necessarily the boots on the ground yeah um, so we so we've gotten some great input from some people and trying to trying to use everything we've got and um, we'll we'll zero in and do some grunt work we'll put like schedules together and some maps together on where everybody could land and and once we kind of get a feel for whether it's really possible or how much money it would cost to, to make that happen, uh, then then we'll start probably going to the community and, and making making people aware of what we're talking about. That's kind of a kind of a big deal coming up, isn't it? It is, it is. It's uh you know, it's I like to think, you know, you're always thinking about the big picture and again when you look at our projections and just our elementary numbers are what they are if if we were if we got that anomaly big group you know that group of 90 on any campus we we wouldn't have any room to go to a third section for some of them so uh it's it's a problem i think we need to need to address so we don't back ourselves into a corner elsewhere yeah i actually have a have a daughter-in-law that teaches third grade and she said this is her biggest class she's had since she's been at united oh yeah um yeah i i don't doubt that a bit um what you know, a huge number but she said it's my biggest class right you know and and not to mention you know the numbers are what they are the the challenges that w that we pr are presented with these days um you know i i as great as screens are and phones are i think they present a different challenge with kids that you know when you and i were in school things were were different mm -hmm. um we've we got to face that change is hard um, you know, I'm, 
I'm nearing the end here. I get it. Change <laughs> is hard. I don't I don't want to change things either. But uh, when you look at the big picture and look at what's going on for kids, uh, there's a lot of things we need to address and really just concentrate on as far as making things, uh, making the experience as good as we possibly can for kids. Sure. What, so, else, what else you guys talk about? Oh, um, trying to think. We did, uh, we joined up with our Delabar vocational agency again. That That's always kind of a dirty work thing we um we did approve a bus bid um busing is a thing transportation especially in the united school district is a challenge uh we're we're finishing this will be our last year of a three-year lease program with our buses so we wanted to get ahead of things a little bit and make sure we had buses next fall um (laughs) so we we moved our typically we're doing our bus bids in december january and we just thought you know what let's get ahead of this thing make sure we we're in line um for buses because we we lease 21 buses every year a lot of area man 21 large buses and then we've got two buses that are smaller um that can can adapt to uh, wheelchairs and and handicapped kids when when that is necessary so um you know that it's a big deal uh we moved it up appreciated we got a couple bids which was nice made it competitive had a long discussion on that um because the numbers it's not always apples and oranges it'd be nice if you could just just look at it and know um, well, this one's less expensive. Let's do that. But uh, service agreements are different, and what's covered under the maintenance agreements are different, and uh, you know, just the the potential for uh, for getting inventory uh, is different. So you you got a lot of things to weigh in a in a discussion like that. So we spent a lot of time talking about it. We did we did uh, ultimately re up. We are we're going to re up with our current. Um, lease program uh, I think that was probably a safe move um, we we have their product now if they can't get our new product we're there we're not giving them back there are <laughs> other ones uh, we'll hide the keys if we've got to but we will have buses in August now we know that for a fact so uh, no worries about transporting our kids moving forward which is a lot of things that go behind the scenes of something it's just you just see a bus there's a lot of lot of things that go on behind the scenes well and that's one thing now we've got 21 <laughs> buses finding 21 drivers is is a little different that's, ball game that's too. an issue everywhere i it, think it is it's a huge issue um I, last month i was in here and we talked about we we had to up our game uh and make that worthwhile to our bus drivers and uh, it was it was time um you know we we tend to cycle things uh you know we we kind of ride it out for a while and then every once in a while we say you know what it's we we need to make good on some things for some people and it was the bus driver's turn this year and uh we were glad to do that um and i think it's i think we're where we need to be or we're back into the competitive nature but the truth is you you every year you know we're we are fully staffed right now with uh, some available subbing but not much um i I'm included in that crew, but I was gonna uh, say, you've been behind this steering wheel a couple times. few few times this year, but uh, you know, and and that's not that's not a great thing for anybody. Um, not that I can't drive a bus, I can, but it's, <laughs> it's not ideal. It's not ideal. Um, and but every year, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get to the end of this year, and I'm sure there's gonna be some drivers that are, you know, what it's I, I retired from one job and then picked this one up, and it's been good, but now it's time for me to really be retired and. 
So we're always looking, um, and we, we do the training. We train people. We help them get their license, which is not an easy process. I bet, no. It, it is not an easy process, but, man, we work really hard to get people there. And uh, it's actually, for those folks out there, it's it's not a bad gig. Uh, you know, it's only three and a half, four hours a day. It, it is kind of awkward hours, uh, unfortunately, because it's morning and evening or afternoon. But, um, but it's, you know, for the pay, you know, it's over a hundred dollars a day for most of our drivers uh for for less than four hours so uh it's a it's a nice gig for someone who especially if you're trying to stay on your kids calendar and schedule all our bus drivers have the same days off our kids (laughs) do for sure great point (laughs) so uh if if you're looking for something like that give us a call let us know we're and again we're we are covered right now but we're always we're always in need when it comes summertime. So tell Vanessa, I'm just, uh, I'm not gonna be able to do the morning show. I'm driving there, the bus. There you now. go. Hey, <laughs> we, we'd be glad to have you. <laughs> I'm not sure the state we'd of Illinois with my driving you. record would allow that, but that's a whole other issue. We'll, we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. That's an off the air discussion, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Uh, any, anything else? The only other thing we're, we're doing something new this year. We haven't done for a while. Um, our band is going to go to Disney this yeah, summer. Very cool. They're, they're going to work out a system there. I think it's a joint, effort with Abby and Avon um both bands and choirs are Abby and Avon band and choir and our band are going to head to Florida to the Disney properties and they've got some some performances while they're down there so they, cool. they get to do a recording studio um they do a recording while they're down there and some stuff like that so not to mention I'm I'm sure there will be a little fun to be had as well <laughs> yeah, so there better be uh yeah so there we we did talk that and approve that uh, for an opportunity for our kids for this this summer and the fundraising starts yesterday. I'm certain. I was just going to say, when, when's the fundraising start? Yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm not. I'm not privy to what the uh, specific details are on that, but I'm sure that will be a part of it as far as getting kids, getting kids available to to get down there. So we'll get a hold of the folks and maybe have them on the morning show and, and line out their their fundraising stuff and make sure they get it to us. We can get this in our community calendar. Yep, that would be great. Awesome, that would be great. Uh, Sports wise, you had uh, had the. Uh, um, yeah, Hall of Fame night. Yep, we had our Hall of Fame. Great night, always a great night. brings brings out some folks we don't get to see all the time anymore. Um, we, uh, I, I, I was kind of blown away. I was listening to the to the uh, the script that they write for the plaques and everything. We we uh, entered our chain gang for our football program um and four of the guys and and they're not all still together now but four of the guys worked together over 300 games they figured (laughs) between warren and united and um that that says something when you got guys uh that take that is an underappreciated job absolutely you know you think about five or six friday nights every and that's not including playoffs which there was plenty of that to go on for a long time Mm -hmm. too so uh but five or six friday nights out of your fall every year and and several of these guys were farmers i'm sure there was other things they would have rather been doing in october sometimes but uh you know they committed to our kids and our program and uh you know you can't you can't say enough about what they did. Um, so uh, Steve Youngquist, Craig Long, Rob Pierce, and Lance Odding all, all were – Four uh, pretty good dudes right there. Yeah, you, you don't get much better than that. Um, so really fun to see those guys and, and see them. Their their families were able to get back for the most part and and celebrate that with them. And then, then my guy Trevor Frieden went in as a friend of the program. Um 
you just it's amazing what when you look back you know i i probably take trevor for granted more than most people a little bit but uh because i've known him for so long and our, our boys were all very very tight and uh, but you know, when you think back to all the money he helped raise to get our baseball diamond, which I think is one of the best diamonds in the area and, and is only going to get better as time goes on. But Trevor was instrumental in helping get that put together and, and up and running. And, and then again, you know, you listen to the script and hear all these things when I'd forgotten how much, how many times he's lined our football field for <laughs> us and done some yeah. of the the grunt work there and our baseball diamond up up in Alexis he was doing a lot of that during uh when we weren't playing baseball down at at the high school campus so very worthy uh recipient and very glad to get Trevor Frieden in and uh, again it was fun to see his his whole family was able to get back and celebrate that with him and his boys were here so uh great great experience that's always a fun night um you know, and and uh, so just just good things. Our football season had been off to a great start. We we did run into a buzzsaw that night. I feel like Rover Williamsfield's playing really well, yeah, but it's and, good and team. we played well. Uh, it was it was a good football game. Um, so that's fun. You know, uh, you don't win them all, but to play well and be be in games is is part of the deal too. So yeah, as a as a football broadcaster. That chain gang is a very underappreciated job because we rely a lot on those guys. It it is, and like I said, we've got some guys that have kind of stepped away and retired a little bit, but we've got some great guys jumping in and and filling those roles. Jimmy O'Brien's been there for us now, and Aaron Murray. So we we you know we re, we're reloading just because those <laughs> those guys are have been at it for so long and are starting to wean themselves away. Uh, we're reloading. We're we're not going to be. Uh, hurting for it all right mr what's it anything else as far as the uh, school board goes nope i think uh i think we're covered pretty good uh to to keep people up to date october will be a big meeting like i said we're bringing back some of those plans for our uh for our solutions to spacing and we'll we'll keep talking that and it's actually fun discussion like you said it's it's a good problem to have fun to be concentrating on the positives Sounds good. All right, we'll talk to you then. Appreciate it. United School District Superintendent, Mr. Jeff Witsit here on The Morning Show.